There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. No, thank you. Oh, well, that's been Spot, the podcast. That's thank you for Spot. tuning in. What if I just decided... See you next week. What if I was like, I'm trying to rebrand and um, I'm just going to talk like this for the whole episode. I don't know. I think it's kind of hot. Thank you. We have to... Um, get started on my sex phone operator career whenever I you're about ready it. yeah no i'm i'm ready now i, I think, think about it maybe every other day okay well in that case uh we're gonna have a business meeting after this great 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 sounds good you're already dressed that's true i am you really get me in all of my work glory i'm teaching c2s now which means i can wear fun bras <gasps> look at my fun bra oh it's cute right it's like it's like shimmery black i material. have pants to match but i didn't wear them today i feel like matching them would be a lot I'm sure they're... They're my sandy and grease look. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's always a good thing to have on backup. You just never know when you're going to need it. Need to be sandy and grease. Yeah. I know. Just like some days. Some days. need strikes. You're like, I've got chills. And uh, some days they multiply. <laughs> <laughs> um, How are you? I'm, uh, you know... It's been a really shitty week, everybody. Yeah. Yeah, it... I... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like I'm pretty middle of the road, you know, and I'm okay. I'm really, really excited to go back to therapy on Friday for the first time in three weeks because oh it has been the exact three week chunk of my life that I <laughs> desperately needed therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm okay. I'm really. I was just telling Brooke about how much of a like good challenge my new job is, and how much I'm trying to really make the most of it and take advantage of it. And I. As someone who thrives on attention and good feedback, <laughs> I've been missing that since college and I'm getting it right now. And I also thrive on attention and good feedback. Yeah, it's really, it um, just like straightens my spine a little bit every time, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, that is a huge, not to be everyone's great aunt, but what a blessing. <laughs> what a blessing. I'm going to get you a pillow. Uh, I'll make you a cross please, stitch. Please cross stitch me a blessings pillow. What a blessing. I'll put it on my chair so it can support my back because I truly am an old lady. <laughs> Uh, um but yeah i i'm okay you know how are you i'm i'm both better and worse Mm -hmm. than i was like throughout i've just like it was a tough week you went up some ladders and down some shoots i went up some ladders and down some shoots and i landed in um the fudgy swamp or whatever the fuck yeah now i'm mixing candy land with yeah, I don't know. Shoots and ladders. I was thinking, I was like, I landed in Candyland. So I'm glad we were on the same page there. Yeah, me there. too. They um, do that, right? You like slide backwards and stuff. And yeah, in Candyland. Mm, I've been playing game. a lot of Splendor and I really like Splendor. <gasps> Splendor is so fun. And a lot of Harry Potter Hogwarts. Oh, battle. I didn't realize you guys have got, got it. It's our friends that they just leave it here. Oh, nice. Yeah, Splendor's a great one. Hogwarts, um, always. 
Alex and I have been playing Super Duper Game, which is, did I tell you about this? No. All seven, like, games worth of villains, plus all the expansion pack villains. Holy shit. Plus all the, all five expansion pack encounters and horcruxes, and all, yeah. It's that is a lot to work through. You guys will be playing three for years. No, it took us about three to five hours. And <laughs> <laughs> wow. Twice. <laughs> Damn. That is really fun, though. Um, what? No, wait. What was I just going to say? Oh, yeah. Shout out to Girlfriend of the Pod, Emily Stout, who got Ari and I, when she was here last day oh. with us, the Game of Thrones game. Oh, was it fun? Board game. We need three people to play. Oh. So you're going to have to come over at knock, some point. Knock, knock. Who's there? Brooke's here to play games. <laughs> Whom's at the door? Hmm. Uh, so mark your calendar, and we're going to figure it out, because I really want to play. I miss Emily Stout. I love her. She just started grad school this I week. Know. We're so proud of we're you. We're so proud, honey. <laughs> um... What else is new? Um, the country's falling apart. Yep. Last week was excruciating. And if you made it through, um, kudos. I hope you've had baked goods and lots of rest. Um, I ate a lot of Asian food. Mm, anything in particular that stuck out? Soup dumplings, <gasps> pad thai, mm. sushi. Wow. Well done. Yeah, it's really I, kind of the trifecta, honestly. I was like, yeah, I was like Chinese food, Japanese food, Thai food. I really did it all. Ari and I got sushi with Friday night, too. Mm. It's the way to go, man. Mm. There's just, I think, I really think sushi is my favorite food. Yeah. I feel that for yeah. you. And mine's rice-based. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love rice-based. Like, don't get me wrong. I love pasta. Yeah. But rice is my mm. is my girl. Mm-hmm. Sometimes she makes it hard for me to poop, but She's what doesn't? She's still your girl, you know. I've done that, you know. There are times where I really You've made it hard for me to poop. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Any good friendship goes through its ups and downs, as we're going to see on this episode of Sex in the City. Okay. Hi, Bridget. Hi, Brooke. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Splat, Splat the Podcast. <laughs> Gorgeous. <laughs> Thank you. We're me, Brooke. And me, Bridget. Talk about Sex, sex in the, the city. city. 10 years younger. And 20 years later. We're so good at it now. We are so it's good It's like at only it. took A us like two years. flipped and nearing the end of our run. Shh. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. We don't talk about I that. I said the forbidden thing. Oh. <laughs> I can't tell if I'm saving that basil plant or if it's dying even more. But it looks better, I think, than it did yesterday. Mm. But it might be the light. God, being a plant mom is hard. I am I accidentally extremely mediocre at it and I try. I really want a succulent. A basil plant was like a it was You have a good space for succulents because they really need sun. So I had to move all of mine out of my room, mm. and so that's why they're on that shelf in, or that windowsill in the living room. But even so, I kind of saved one of them. It's regrowing some, but it, you know when they get really tall really fast? I've never had a succulent. <gasps> Girl. I want one. It's out there waiting for you. Mm. Let's go succulent shopping. I think one of the first things we bonded over, maybe not, was like the want to go to succulent shopping. We might have, because I like think I, I did a, that right after. I, I have a like visceral memory of like trying to text like figure that out oh funny anyway Maybe. i love this episode yeah i do too it's an interesting i one. remember watching i've seen this episode many many times really it feels to me i don't know it it feels out of the lexicon of everything this else is it still iconic fits in the world of, episode well it's great it's uh, a lot of parts of it are great. Oh my God. I forgot that Amy Sedaris. Is I know. I kept, I was watching this um, on the subway. And fucking. And so I had, and Molly Shannon. I it's know. a crazy duo. They're her um, new publishers. Uh, Carrie's new publishers. For the and book. I was listening to this on the, on the train. And at one point I looked up because a commotion was happening. And then all I heard was Amy Sedaris in my ears. And I was like, oh, 
man, this episode, this season of BoJack is so good. And I looked back down and realized I was not watching BoJack Horseman. <laughs> Although this season it was very good. really good. So they are proposing a new book cover for Carrie. And it's like... She's seeing it for the first time. And she's naked. Hailing like a cab. text over her naughty her parts. naughty bits. She also looks like someone photoshopped a lot of body parts of a woman together. It's like clearly not Carrie or a human woman. Um, and Carrie's like, I don't care how fast paced the city is. Like I always manage to have clothes on. So like her, her deal is she's like, this makes it just sex basically. And she's like, I actually write about relationships. And Amy Sedaris is like, well, sex sells. She, she basically, she, she understands beautiful. she does. She looks like she's about to have a best selling book. It almost, it's, it's a weird like, outfit though. This is also Real like weird filmed dress. so weird where it's like, we're only getting like cut to like very close up on Amy and Molly Shannon's face where it almost looks like they're in a completely different set. Yeah. And it was filmed at a completely different time. Yes. And then we also carry, we're watching Carrie through their bodies, which is a very particular choice. Yeah. Someone was making choices with the filming of this one. Oh my God. Charlotte looks fierce. She does. She does. I could do with a slightly smaller uh, Ralph Lauren logo, you know, yeah, yeah, but the hair, her hair is her like, hair is gorgeous. And, oh, fun fact. So they're looking at self-help books and there's one that says shame, shame, shame. And the guy on the cover is Michael Patrick King, the producer. <laughs> so That's someone funny. in the props department had a, a, a good little laugh over that. Did one. Amazon prime trivia tell you that? <laughs> it did. Of course <laughs> it did. That's the only way I know anything. Uh, so, Samantha's bangs don't look good. It's a weird haircut. It's, I love self-help books there. I said it really. I'm not sure I've really read any. Have you? I went through an intense self-help book phase when yeah. I first moved to New York. And I read, like, You Are a Badass. Mm. And I consider, like, Yes, Please to be a self-help book. I was going to say, do we count that? Because I would agree. I think that one more than Bossy Pants. I didn't love Bossy Pants. I prefer Yes, Please. I loved Yes, I Please. I read it and twice I and I listened to it on audiobooks sometimes to go to sleep. Actually, that's one I should return to because it was so um, illuminating and soothing and... And I read this book Amy called amazing. All the Single Ladies, which Anna, friend of the podcast, Anna, uh-huh. recommended to me. It's a little older than I am, than we are, in right. terms of, like, what being a single woman is Cultural like. Cultural reference points. And I'm just like, I don't feel that. Yeah. But there's, like, a really, really, really good chapter on female friendship. Oh, I love that. Are you reading anything right now, just while we're on the subject of I books? actually just um, took out from the library on the app on my phone which I'm obsessed with now um Shrill by Lindy West mm. which I'm really excited to read I love her writing but I haven't read it more than like her online do you know her at all um but especially right now I'm real into embracing the shrill and the bossy and the angry and the rageful and the yeah I was reading Kafka on the shore and I just was like I can't read something this like dark and sad so I'm rereading Harry Potter because I need a world yes. to escape into magic Mm-hmm. magic i'm also really um into harry potter hogwarts battle i mean why wouldn't you be because it sounds incredible uh, no i mean harry potter H- hogwarts mystery oh my god brooke how fucking dare you <laughs> Sorry. after all the time you've spent on the game you'd think you'd know its name that's true it I was know. really hard i lost an opportunity to get a pet frog because i didn't play while we were in disney you didn't get a trevor i didn't get trevor anyway there are I got no a regrets cat about disney and an owl though there are no regrets about Disney. None. Never. No. I wasn't kidding when I told you I had a short tan. You can't even tell because I'm not, the rest of me doesn't look tan, but that is a different color than that. Florida, baby. There's a line right there. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> September 25th. You're crazy. 20th. Nope, it's October now. 
It's October. That's something we didn't talk it's October. about. October. Welcome spooky. to the spookiest month of the year. <laughs> I love October. I think it's my favorite month. Me too. I hope this weather kind of continues because it's been like 75 and I want it to be a little cooler. I don't want to complain about that yet because then I'm going to be so sad when it's cold and I'm grumpy. It's like I did get a notification on my phone reminding me that I want it to be. We could do it across the country yeah, if you were we a dragon and I was just a donkey. And I was like, I'm donkey from Trek. Do you want me to talk at you a lot? <laughs> I can do that. We could. We could. I'm also thinking about, um, I don't know if I have the gumption to pull this off. Mamma Mia uh, Thermopolis. Mamma Mia Thermopolis. Yeah. I think it's a great. I think if I get some good, find some overalls and tea, I might, we already know my hair can do literally exactly that thing. Okay. We'll think on it. Thanks, everyone. It's just like, how do you, I think you, what you should, what, what you would need to do. Like Maria? Is get like overall jean, like, or <laughs> like an overall skirt and mm. then do like a blazer. Like you could do, mm. that way you can make it like a schoolgirl moment as well. Mm-hmm. And that would help combine the two. Mm-hmm. I love Halloween, you guys. Mm-hmm. And I'm very bad at it. Until last year, I had never really done a good full out costume. And obviously, we I knocked mean, nothing everyone's will, socks off. Nothing so. will ever be as good as that. As Guy Fieri's, no, it won't. Anyway. And if you're a new follower, go back and find our photos because we'll they're worth it. it. Oh, yeah. Why not? For what the a good excuse. month of the year. The spookiest Love it. Throwback to our, fa- our peak. Basically, <laughs> Carrie so. is making fun of all. Well, yeah, wow. We just, we just, here we are back at Sex in the City. She's making fun of all the self help books, and Samantha's making fun of the self help books, and Carrie's like, I'm about to be one of them. And Samantha's like, I'll help you with the photo shoot, like being a publicist, which is her job. Samantha says, I, that is so sweet of you, but I cannot afford you. Samantha says, You can pay me with two martinis and a lunch. And Carrie says, okay, I'll talk to my people. So Miranda, nope. Yep, Miranda and Charlotte, Charlotte. are off in a different part of Barnes & Noble. And Miranda's looking for diet books because she still has all this baby weight she's very concerned about and wants to get rid of, especially thanks to unhelpful casino guys comment. Oh, yeah. She's last week. super fucked up because of that. What is she eating? A pretzel? It's like a caramel chocolate pretzel, which honestly I would eat one of right now. Oh, it I'm looks so awesome. Hungry. Me too food Hmm. so wow it's a really big sign that says self-help yes so aside from the ones displayed in the front of the store charlotte has now made her way to the as carrie helpfully calls it self-hell section and you see like these crazy women like shots of women weeping in the stacks and like playing with their their hair hair in a weird way eating their hair i think that's what was happening so carrie goes over and there's deepak chopra (laughs) yep please understand me too she couldn't bear the thought that she belonged there so she picks up the book she'd gone to look for specifically called starting over yet again and, and the sobbing woman is like that book really helped me so charlotte puts it back on the shelf and says travel Tra- tra- travel <laughs> travel and then walks I away i love this episode so much <laughs> travel <laughs> like she has never been in a bookstore before so um Miranda Char- buys. Miranda's checking out. She gets two books. The woman who looks like Helen Hunt says, This is ridiculous. I lost twenty four pounds and then I gained to forty six. She she um Miranda says, The New York Times, you know, reviewed whatever. And the woman says, That is the New York Times gonna come to your apartment at two AM and take the donut out of your hand? No. It's true. They won't. They're not. They will not. So she Good says luck. She okay. says that the only thing that's ever worked for her basically is Weight Watchers and tells Miranda to do it and uh, and good luck. Listen, I know a lot of people who have had a lot of success on Weight Watchers. Me too. In fact, I think it's probably the only thing I've heard people successfully 
because I think it gives you the life skills around it's not just about the food I think no. because there are the support groups and there's and a community, there's the community and, and there's it's the, yeah. So our first foray into, into Amazon.com. Amazon. Honestly, Charlotte, I would like, so basically she orders the book online. It doesn't have to deal with the embarrassment of doing it in the store. And I'm like, and orders it from worldwide express. How many condoms like thing lube, I bought a vibrator, I a vibrator on, on Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. Didn't like it. Got a vibrator drunkenly in Connecticut. It was the Lilo, right? The one I didn't like. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like it. Oh, yeah. The newbie. A good choice. The rabbit. The best thing that came out of Connecticut. Mm. Maybe. Some shitty things came out of Connecticut. Well, yeah, but that's not one of them. No, that was a great one. Yeah. I'm yeah. very satisfied. Guys, do I have a story for recommendation. you? At the end of this podcast. Oh, God. I cannot wait for you to share this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, speaking of, um, packages, um, mer- some, what's her name? Mom? That one's a Mer Samantha. A Mer Samantha <laughs> gets a Mer package. And when the Mer package is dropped, we see a, a Mer package penis. <laughs> a merman. And he, sh- and he sh- puts Samantha and goes, well, that's quite a package. And he says, what? And she says, that's quite a package. And then he asks her to sign and she like, he's hot. <laughs> squiggies her boobs together and and then he, she's basically like and he's definitely looking at them mm-hmm, which is her intention and she's pleased about it and uh she says i just got my nails done would you mind and makes him open opening my package the package and, and he she's like tears it open and you're and she does that thing where she's flex. like she's like ah. yeah like a little mm. and she says well maybe i can help you with your package and he goes fucking a because i bet he's got you know a really strong accent uh-huh so she sits in a chair uh-huh. and closes her door and carrie in a beret Beret, lots of flowy. Oh my god, that peasant not a shirt. shirt. Not a shirt I would pick for her, and not a not a skirt I would pick for her. And she walks in on Samantha on her knees, giving a blow jeep. And it just so happens that the receptionist is gone, and you know she doesn't knock. So, but she also, of course, does not expect to walk in on that. And she bangs her elbow on the door, and then bangs her elbow again on the way out. It's really lots. The physical comedy is ex- a lotsy. Uh, yeah, but I was going to say executed. Is that the word I want? Well executed. Yeah. Yeah, I think so because it is subtle, but it's there. And then Samantha, the guy's like, do you want to finish? And she's like, no. no. And she gets up off the floor and her back cracks. And she uh, confronts her rapidly aging self. So Miranda goes to Weight Watchers. She gets weighed. She's 152.8 pounds. Which, by the way, is not, not anything at all. I have been that in recent years, and it's really, especially Miranda's not short. Like, that's very healthy. I get it, though. She had a different body before the baby, and she mm-hmm. wants to get back there. And the woman. She's definitely got padding on her she, boobs Absolutely. Her, her boobs especially, but yeah. Her, and I think. And her butt. Yeah, and I think her, um, her tummy even, too. I think they've mm-hmm. given her all the way around. So she um, gets off the scale, and the woman has written down 158.2, and she says to another helper, she's like, I'm. I, I'm not trying to be difficult. She just definitely switched my my numbers here. She and I just want to be accurate. And while she's talking to the woman, she meets Big Bone Tom. Tom Big Boned. Tom, comma Big Boned. Uh, which he's written on his name tag. And she and says, she, Miranda, baby wait. <laughs> and it becomes a joke. His name in the credits is literally Tom Big Boned. <laughs> so Carrie, Ugh, um, my favorite Stanford is over, and he looks good. He's, yeah all trim and floral shirt and matching tie and he's smoking out her window which is more than carrie ever does uh it's her house of course it is i just am noticing you know 
That's all. Just keen eagle eye over here, just noticing the little things. Mm-hmm. October 21st, if you're free and you're in New York and you want to come do Mamma Mia Sculpt, it's happening at 1045 at Bryant Park. Holy shit. And she made it happen again, folks. I was asked, actually. It was requested. And uh, it'll only be an it's hour this time. It'll be a new sequence. So Holy shit. You're a genius. I'm a fucking genius. She's a genius. Come take my yoga class. Stanford anyway. has a boyfriend. Yes, We honey. love it. And he's like, you have to promise not to judge because Carrie asks what he does. And she says he dances at Radio City Music Hall. And Carrie goes. But she starts to judge and he says one of my favorite lines where it's like. Well, she goes. First she goes, you kind of tied my hands here. <laughs> and he goes, some people do arts and crafts. We judge. That's <laughs> true. And then he says that he's a dancer at Radio City. And yeah, she goes, I feel as though my hands are tied. <laughs> because he made her promise not to judge. You know who I imagine she, would uh, delivering that line yeah. exceptionally well? Is Julia Louise Dreyfus. Oh, fuck yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. He says he's a Broadway caliber dancer. <laughs> uh, last Christmas, he danced the part of Arabian Coffee and the Nutcracker. And where did you meet your rocket? Standing online at Starbucks. God. Do you I- say online or in line? When it's a physical line. I think it's an East Coast thing. I'm in line. Yeah, I say inline too. I don't know if it's just a New York thing. Weigh in, please, folks, if you say you stand online. Wait. Let me get online. Yeah, I've only I think ever it's said a ver- in. It's like I'm standing in line, but I have to get online. It depends on whether or not I am in the you line. You get in the line, but you have to go get in the line. I don't know why, but I get online. That makes sense. Because I, I think I actually asked about this on Twitter a while ago, and a lot of people said the same thing, that it was like certain context yeah totally but i've just i grew up never hearing anything but in line like you have to wait on a really long line is what i would say to me that sounds like you're like laying on top of all of the other people there which i know is not what it means but in the line means you're part of the physical line Hmm. i get it no east coast i'm just curious yeah what kind of Ugh, i hate these now i'm gonna think about all the other ones Mm -hmm, sorry i got you going it's okay it's okay it's okay they're fun though i think they're interesting yeah me too so, um, they're yeah, there. So Stanford and Rockette are both grande. What is it? Grande, um, house blends. And she says, what's a Zodiac sign? And then her oh, phone Is rings. that a new Zodiac sign? Oh, 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 whoops. No, that's a way better line. And Samantha's like on the phone being like, ha ha Wasn't that so funny in my that office? That thing that happened in my Silly. office. It was so funny. And Carrie says, well, I'm sending you a, a bill for the scan of my elbow. And Samantha's like, lighten up, and is kind of freaking out. And Carrie's like, look, I am, I'm fine, I'm light. And Samantha says, the good news is I got um, my stylist friend to pull some looks for your cover. And, and Carrie's like a little trepidatious. She said, great word. She says, you. Um, you know, can I what help? Can I see her? them? What did you tell her? She says, sexy and chic, just like you asked. And Carrie says, I have ideas. You know, I'd like to help. And Samantha says, I'm taking care of it, which... There are some times in your life it's so handy to have someone step in and just take care of something. But this is something Samantha doesn't necessarily need to do that because Carrie wants to have some say. So yeah. it's, she's kind of setting herself up here to pick things out that Carrie doesn't love. But Carrie loves her friend. But something obviously like seems agrees. off with Samantha and Carrie's like, what's going on? She's like, I'm fine. Yeah. I something think. is definitely off. Yeah. And it's bigger. And she's than overcompensating. And that's why she's like maybe overstepping her boundaries a little bit. Right. With Carrie. Absolutely. Especially post weird blowjob incident of course it seems like the thing with samantha is bigger than that but the thing with her and carrie in the moment is definitely about the blowjob the blue jeep so carrie is like 
How do you go from Generally, being- we think that open-minded is good and judgy is bad. But are we being too quick to judge judgments? Basically, she's like, shouldn't we trust our gut instincts? And so maybe judgment isn't a snap decision so much as an early warning and detection device, which, amen, I'm a huge proponent of listening to your gut. If it is instantly clear that a person, place, or profession is not for you, is it better to ignore your better judgment and read between the lines? Or should you judge a book by its cover? I think there's a... mm, I know what she's asking. I just want to say, I think judging a book by its cover is you're glancing at it. And I think if something is clear to you that it's not the right person, situation, position. I think, yeah, I mean, like. That's deeper than just I don't know if I've talked about this, but I had my most recent, like, experience was that of with some, with a guy who um, didn't graduate from college. Oh, yeah. And if I had known that before getting to know him mm-hmm. I think I would have written him off true but because I got to know him first I was I didn't care but I'm someone who's like very judgy about that that's true and yeah I also had an experience recently where I was like do you put too much on the table before mm-hmm. you meet someone or should you wait and let them get to know you <laughs> before you tell them that you have a micro penis whoa, whoa what Brooke so, has a good story please tell it should I tell it now? Just tell it. Okay. We can't We can't walk away from the micro penis at this point. I feel like the judgment of it all is a good... Well, and also just briefly, I think, I think in general, yes, we make snap judgments that can define our life. And I am a very judgy person. So me yeah. being defensive about this is, comes from exactly that. But I, I think... Um, I think gut instincts and snap judgments are, are, are different. different. I agree. That's all. And I nitpicked Carrie's, you know, whatever is enough in this show. I'm, I know what she's asking, mm-hmm. you know, and I do think, well, I, I don't know. I think I, what is her snap judgment about Stanford's boyfriend or Samant- judging Samantha for giving a blowjob in her office? Both. I think both. This is a weird one because we don't really, it's not super clear. Like, is she judging the content of the book cover? Is she judging all of it? I think she's feeling very judgmental about, she's saying no to a lot of things mm-hmm. or coming in contact with or judging them. Yeah. Overtly. But this is also an interesting episode because it does not end with Carrie saying anything. The last line in the show is by Samantha and it goes out on music, which is one of the first times that's happened because normally Carrie buttons an episode by being like, and here's what we learned about my column. Interesting. So I feel like this one. We can talk more about that. Yeah. When we get there. When we get there. I don't mean that in no, like no, a no, sassy I know. way. I'm just like, I, yeah. I'm excited to, yeah. to, re, to revisit this conversation. Because in this, this episode, yeah, it they don't. And in fact, I think that's partially maybe why this episode is so good is mm-hmm. that like, it's about judgment, but then the other four storylines aren't like, and here's how this is about Miranda and judgment. It's kind of just like life plays out, and then you kind of have to actually think about what this column is about, which is, it's like a slightly well, yeah, deeper with, version. Well, well, because the conflict is between Samantha and Carrie. Charlotte's judgment is obviously right. in like her shame right. herself. And Stanford has talked about, you know, how they're judge- judgy and yeah. judgy-wudgy, but that's really the only direct nod we've gotten to this so far. Yeah. And I don't think the rest of the episode plays out on, like, explicit lines of judgment. I think we're hitting the, the sweet spot of the show. This yeah. Is, I think season five is my favorite. Wow. The smallest and second to latest. Well. We have to be about to meet Burger. And I think he might be the photographer, but I might be wrong. You might be wrong. Just the way it was shot in that last film, that last scene. I'm going to show you. Anyway, when we get there. But um, we're not there. Should I talk about the micro penis? Yes, you goddamn should. So, 
Sorry if you listen to this because he somehow managed to weasel out the name of this podcast. So hopefully it's it's far enough in that he was like, phew, how was your week? Nothing exciting? Great. So this guy I met on Hinge was really, really, really nice. And I was really enjoying talking to him. But based on schedules, it was really hard to facilitate finding a date. And we were, it was like Thursday, Thursday or Friday, and we couldn't meet until Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I was like... We're talking, I, and I told him, I was like, we're talking, we're texting a lot, and I'm enjoying texting you, but I'm, I always am worried when you text too much before you meet catfish. I only have horrible experience with dating apps. I'm just putting that out there. Anyway, mm-hmm. I'm going to die alone, but. That is so just not how dating apps work. It is, and that's my, I, I can help. You know what, Brooke? You are going to die alone. <laughs> Thank you. That's what I wanted to hear. I know. Anyway, um. So we're talking about a lot of his conversation. He's like very clearly insecure about something. And he keeps like, like I felt bad because the way that the conversation, he was set up to fail from the start because he was like, what's weird things that have happened to on dating apps? And I was like, I get some unsolicited dick pics. So like penises were in the conversation. You started right away. Mm -hmm. And like somehow his roommate got involved and I was texting his roommate and his roommate tried to allude to something. And he, okay. So he's talking about his small hands. I'm like, why are we talking about hands? so much about these small hands he texts me on whatever day this was a friday maybe and is like this is a long story so I'll, uh, no i love it and he was like i Tell got made fun of for my hands again and i was like why are you keep bringing up your hands and he was like well they're smaller than all the other girls every girl that he works with his hands are smaller than i'm like this is weird i'm like i i, I just like i truly don't know why you keep bringing it up he's like well does it bother you i'm like no i just like never would think about someone's hands when i'm talking to them and now all i can think about it. especially when you've never met in person Right. You're not sitting there like, mm, he's texting me back. And oh, so I'm like, using his hands. I wonder what they look like. I hope they're <laughs> huge. <laughs> so then I'm like, well, you know what they say about small hands? Ha ha ha. And he's like, yeah, well, da da da, blah, blah, blah. And I'm he like, he walked himself into this. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, why don't we save some things for like when we meet in person? And he's like, yeah, that's a good idea. And I was like, LOL, unless you have a micro penis, in which case, tell me. Because I just <laughs> never thought that. <laughs> You did not, Brooke. And he goes, how small is that? Do you consider that? And I was like, oh, my God, this guy. And he was, I was like, two to three inches. Brooke, what's your medical definition of a micropenis? I Googled it, and it's two to three inches Uh when it's hard. Uh And he goes, I'm in that range. So it could be smaller. And I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is how big your penis is? And he was like, yeah, da, da, da. And I was like, so is that a deal breaker for you? And I was like, I really want to say no. But it is. Honestly, maybe if he'd let you meet him first, you would have been like. And you know the worst part about it, Bridget? Yeah. <laughs> is that I then had to like talk him and give him, I like gave him advice about this for like the next like hour. Good for you. That I, is so nice. We talked whatever. We were, he was like, well, uh, what are the other, like, because we said something about how he's a small guy. And I was like, well, how big are you? And he's like 5'8", 150, which like weight wise is like small. But like, I was like, most of the guys I've dated have been pretty small. Yeah. He was like, how small? And I was like, oh. I mean, short. <laughs> and he was like, well, how big were their dicks? I was like, um, reasonably sized. And he was like, how big? And I was like, I didn't measure them. But I I've been. I know, like dick size. I was like treated well. Yeah. <laughs> and um, because he, he was like, you need like a hung alpha male. I was like, no, I, I don't. I'm actually a pretty strong personality. And like, I'm attracted to like a calmer personality. Also, like a nice dick is a nice dick. But t- sex is truly about 
so many more things. And I was like, I'm sure you're great at other things. And if I had gotten the chance to know you, I'm sure I would have, that would have been okay. Yeah. But now all I'm thinking about is your micro penis. Yeah. And, and especially and on like, a dating app where you're just like going into it ostensibly to probably hopefully hook well, up at some like, point. Well, I was like, I'm leaving in a couple months. I'm not really looking for anything not casual. And like for me, that means a lot of sex. Also, and it's like, <laughs> it's one thing to have a small penis. It's another thing to kind I was of like, kill all of your attraction by the way you handled it. That's what I said. I was like, yeah. it's not the micro penis that turns me off as much as like the fact that you are clearly very insecure about this and are yeah. leading with that. Yeah. Like before I really get to know you. And Wow. Honestly, he needed to find you. I know. Whatever. And then he was like, you are, you have you told all your friends about this? And I was like, no, but I'm about to. And then the worst part is that he goes, is this going to be on your podcast? And I went, dot, dot, dot. We don't use names. Oh, no. And he was like, well, you were honest. Good for you. And I was like, it's a sex in the city podcast, dude. And he was like, oh, just like be nice. And I was like, I think I'm being nice. You are. Um, also, like, I owe you nothing. <laughs> you don't even know how to find me. You just got an hour of free therapy from Brooke. So, hey. I was just like, this is what the universe wants me to be fucking celibate. Mm, the universe I don't know. is like, you've done a good turn now. And, and the energy's got to come back to you. The universe is like, that big dick oh. energy is going to find you, Brooke. <laughs> <laughs> really good so that has been um brooke's bout with dating apps this week we've had a catfish love it we've had a micro penis love it what's next i don't know well i've been back on tinder a little bit and have just for fun and i've actually i've like matched with a couple of people who i've had fine conversations with and one of them asked me to go to get drinks and i was like i don't know if i have any energy for this but i'm also just like i don't think i want to open any of these cans of worms <laughs> I don't know, man. There's one guy that I've matched with twice on Bumble, and we've talked a little bit. And I'm like, if you let this conversation die out again, I'm going to text you, like, on Friday night and be like, yo, here's my number. If you want to get drinks, let's just fucking get drinks. Because you've obviously matched yeah. with me multiple times. And you just won't do the thing. I'm just like, Good for you. I don't have time. And also, like, sweet, sweet, our sweet, sweet dream man is coming in two weeks. <gasps> Finally. It's wow. been two years. It's been two years? <laughs> since I've seen Holy him. Holy shit. Oh, my God. He's not our dream man if you listen to this podcast, which I guarantee that you don't. But um, I'm very excited to hopefully have sex with you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I hope he listens. Uh, I hope he doesn't. I hope other people listen and feel icky about that. (laughs) That's how I feel. And not my dad, which I am sorry, Dad. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Dad. Bye. Um, Anyway, back to Sex in the City. What's this show that we watch? Charlotte. Bleep in the moop, out. <laughs> oh, oh, socks in the dryer. <laughs> really good. No, really bad. No, I loved it. Can I um bring I got this this like fake dry cleaning bag and like kit that you can stick in a dryer that just like it like freshens your clothes and because I can't afford to dry clean all these nice new clothes oh, yeah. I have. So next week I'll cut if I can come, I'm gonna bring a bunch of clothes to stick in your dryer while we yeah, do this. I love that. Great, thank you, Mom. <laughs> So, so Charlotte's on a sweet Amazon. Well, no, Amazon recommends to her. It's like, because of your purchase, here's some other books you might like. And it's like reservations for, for one. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> Charlotte refused to see herself as one of those type of women. So she like throws the self-help book in the, out the window. Out the window. It fell eight, eight flights and landed at the foot, a feet of a woman walking by who and was she's contemplating divorce. A cardigan. She sure is. She I hope that woman got her divorce. It seems like she did. Yeah. Um. So so Miranda and Big Boned, uh, have are at a Greek diner. Made friends, and so they actually go and get um, food together. 
And they're talking about all the dieting. That they've tried and various things. And he's funny. He's definitely making her laugh. They have um, they have good repartee. Mm-hmm. And um, they go through some really funny ones, too. And he, she was, she's like, have you done the, um, or he says, the cabbage stew one? She's like, I've heard that gives you really bad gas. And he's like, yeah, that's what finally made my fiancé leave. So... That's so sad. We learn a lot about him. Oh, she, she's like, that's so mean. And he's like, well, it might have been a few other things too. But they learn a lot about each other very quickly. And then they both start lusting over donuts. There's a display of donuts. And he's like, the best Weight Watchers meeting in the city is down on 23rd. But I can't go because there's a Krispy Kreme across the street. Oh, and there's nothing like a hot, fresh mm-mm, Krispy Kreme. Mm-mm. Do you watch Insecure? I don't. Oh, I highly recommend. It actually might bring you a little bit of joy. It's this. I just binged the whole last season last it. night. It took me, I don't know, three or four episodes. Um, but I really did. And this when this season ended last night, I was so sad about it. Mm. It's gorgeous and kind of, I think, fitting for the life that you'll you'll find some. Connection. How many um, Weight Watchers points do you think is in a Krispy Kreme donut? And he's like 86,000. 200,000 is what he said. Oh, 200,000. That's a few less. And so he orders one and they're like, we're going to split it. For them to split. And then he's like, you know, I have an idea for how we could uh, work this off. I know. I was thinking about it after I watched this episode. Um, Whoever invented glaze is a genius. It's just like sugar. It is. sugar, right? It is. Oh, I'm salivating. I'm going to order ice cream later. Oh, I have ice cream at home. That's the one. That's the one thing I will. When even when I don't have other groceries, <laughs> get it. Yeah, and it is so good. She's like, this is being, this is worth being fat for. That's how I feel about pasta. Mm-hmm. It's worth being fat for pasta. I would agree. I would also say that neither you nor Miranda are fat, but thank you. Neither here nor there. Uh, and he's like, I know how we can get some activity points. So they go back to Miranda's. They hook up. He gives her some very vigorous oral. And then he, after eating her, it's also just like the most poorly staged, like his whole body is yeah. convulsing um, instead of hers. But he uh, comes up and goes to give her a kiss um, and he's like shiny around the mouth and she kind of is, she's taken aback by it, shall we say. So yeah. we get our first. Um, so is it like because she came on his mouth? I think so. It's just the idea that she's all over his face and I think she feels weird about it. Because he, like, ate her out so vigorously. I guess. And because it was everywhere. And then he kissed her. Like, haven't you kissed a guy after he... Well, so Miranda literally says, I guess this is a double standard. Because we go to our first foursome really nice... uh, Screen grab. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, They go to a brunch, lunch, whatever it is, having their foursome meal. And um, Carrie's like, no. And Miranda's like, yeah. So they all obviously think it's gross and they all... And Samantha's like, well, when I was a lesbian. <laughs> Carrie said, heard that one coming a mile away. And then they say, Charlotte, you're awfully quiet. And Charlotte's like, what is there to say? He simply has bad manners. You keep a box of tissues on the night hand while he's stroking you with one hand. He grabs a tissue and subtly dabs his face. <laughs> like we're in Victorian England here. Emily post-polite pussy. Uh, and Samantha asks a fair question, which is, why didn't you just say something? And Miranda says, well... It's hard to say anything when you're with someone who overeats when he criticizes when he's criticized because he said that his fiance criticized him all the time and that's what made him eat. He had such a proud look on his face. Samantha says, "Oh, they always look so proud, like they just came back from war." And they're like making fun of it. It's very funny. <laughs> then they want that "You're my hero" kiss, not without a tissue and an Altoid, says Charlotte. 
And here Miranda says, it's a weird double standard, I guess. I'd feel insulted if I'd just gone down on a guy and he wouldn't kiss me. I feel that very strongly. Samantha, do you kiss after a blowjob? And Carrie makes a snide comment. Like, about- no, he, she just signs the delivery slip. And then slurps on her drink, and Sam- and Samantha is Upset. taken aback. Apparently, Carrie has a fact that she's a problem with the fact that she saw me blowing the Worldwide Express guy. And Charlotte says, "Ew." And Carrie's like, "Carrie, she said that, not me." Um, and she's like, "What is your problem?" Samantha says, "You turned in, ran out. You know, you hit yourself on the door." She's basically she's she's. I think she's feeling judged. By yeah, Carrie. she is. She absolutely Very is. much so. But without saying that, she's just trying to make Carrie say that Carrie was judging her. Mm-hmm. And she says, it wasn't just the Worldwide Express guy. It was my Worldwide Express guy. Joe, Tuesdays and Thursdays. <laughs> and they all kind of laugh at her. And she put packs her stuff up. She's like, what's going on? We laugh about this all the time. And Samantha says, fine. It's fine. And then she puts a bunch of money on the table. And she says, Carrie, we better go. And looks at Miranda's watch. Which we'll is funny. We'll be stylist. And she's clearly, like, not great. Not great. She says, naughty, fabulous, etc. And she pulls off the rack of clothes they're looking at. This, like, fruity, yeah, pink teddy with a little, um, like, feather boa around it. And they're matching shoes, she says. And she's like, Carrie, you'll never know if you don't try them on. Just go in there. Try things on. You'll like how it looks. I'm going to look like an extra from Moulin Rouge, she says. The shoes are lined up in there. Scoot. And Carrie I mean, says, you know don't say Scoot. She's going to look in good in any fucking thing she tries on her body. True, and except Stanford's it does look there. ridiculous when she comes out in it. Stanford shows up with the boy who's cute. And Samantha says, Carrie's changing. Samantha, this is my boyfriend, Marcus. Marcus. We love Marcus. Samantha says, ooh, Papa's got himself a brand new bag. And, uh,. Stanford says, Carrie, come out. I want to introduce you. And she looks like she's in a fucking she looks costume ridiculous. from Gypsy. Yeah, she does. She's like, or Moulin Rouge, as she says. Entertain you. And Stanford does say, he says, Marcus Adant, Lady Marmalade. <laughs> and this is so funny. Hi, Marcus. Nice to meet you. I don't usually dress like a high class hooker. Samantha's like, that's not a hooker look. Carrie says, please, this screams hooker. What well, respectable New, New York, York woman, woman would be caught dead wearing this? And Samantha's like, I have one in red. And it's very uncomfortable. Am she, I a hooker? And Carrie's like, could you guys wait outside for us for a second? Because she knows that something bigger is happening. And, and she wants to talk to Samantha. And Samantha wants to keep them there because she doesn't want to talk about it. She's like, no, look how adorable and she, she is, Stanford. Right. Stanford's like, it's a really bad outfit. And so she flips to the boyfriend, Marcus. And she says, what about you? What do you think of this? Marcus is like, it's not modern. Stanford says, isn't he great? And Carrie says, yes. But Samantha is defeated. And she asks them again to wait outside for a second. He says, what do you think? And she says, great, great. And you kind know, of shuts the door behind one him. One of the best stories is that when Alex Seeley met my parents for the first time, uh-huh. um, they were at dinner and Alex Wiseman went to the bathroom uh-huh. and Alex Seeley leaned in and goes, so what do we think? <laughs> and it won them over. That is so cute. We love Alex Seeley. Wow, Seeley, that is really good. He does not listen. Of course he doesn't, Sometimes but I'm telling him listens. anyway. We love when him. When it's his own voice. Oh my God, him today at voice. work. Yeah. <laughs> my friend. <laughs> I love when you start telling a story and just start laughing. <laughs> was like, you had Ari Shapiro on the podcast? And I was like, you know Ari Shapiro? And she's like, well, yeah, I listened the to The NPR it. guy. Oh my God, NPR Ari Shapiro makes a comeback. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> 
We didn't have NPRs. Ari Shapiro on our bootleg <laughs> Sex in the City podcast. I was like, I got so... Next week, Ira Glass. <laughs> the, my friend growing up, Ira Glass. Incredible. It, That's... I was like so excited. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe you know Ari. That would be really exciting. And that is... I was like, how do you know wow. the Hanukkah Goblin? <laughs> our boy Herschel... Wow. <laughs> it really got me. That's super good. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that with our listening audience. Yeah. So Carrie's like, Samantha, I appreciate the the help. I really do. But you and I have very different ideas about what's sexy. Is this about the blowjob or isn't it about the blowjob? And Samantha's like, one little blowjob and I'm a hooker with no taste. So, And K- Carrie says, no, this isn't about the blowjob. This is about a book cover and that I don't feel comfortable being on the shelf next to a biography of Eleanor Roosevelt with my breasts hanging out. And Samantha's sort of like, why are you... Why are you being so such a prude, basically? She's like, like, I've seen you at cocktail parties in less, which is true. But Carrie does this weird thing where she's like, not recently because a woman of my age, I can't get away with that anymore. She wore like a see-through mesh, mesh shirt last, last episode. And she's like, like blowjobs. And it keeps coming back with blow- again with the blowjobs. What is your problem? And Samantha says, I don't have a problem. You have a problem. Do you think this was really fun for them to shoot because they hate each other? Probably. Secretly for both of them. She says, I'm not blind. I saw that look in your eye in my office. What look? That judgmental look. She's that like, wasn't it, judgment. It was shock. And and she's just like, she's telling me you have no judgment about me about this. About me and Worldwide Express guy. Okay, Carrie like, says, no, no. I have a question. Will this relationship be priority overnight or next day <laughs> delivery? Because that's how Karen. She like, says, come on, Samantha. Lighten up, remember? If Samantha said, if I walked Dean on you giving a blowjob to a World Red Express guy, you would never walk in on me giving, because that's something I would never do. Which See, is, and she's like, there it is. There's the judgment. That's the this judgment. This is like a really, I'm like, what's the point of this? Well, I think the point is. To get Carrie to admit that she's judging her? It, well, yeah. I mean, to be fair, Carrie insisted on the talk. You know, she sent Stanford and Marcus out because she wanted to get to the bottom of what's going on with Samantha. I think because she's a concerned friend. Oh. And Samantha's in a real dark place. Yeah, but we, she we says, still don't really know why. But she's like... She's about to kind of tell us. She gets into it. She says... Um, basically, she says to Carrie, I will blow where whatever and blow whomever I want as long as I can breathe and kneel. And Carrie is startled a little bit. And she storms out. And, and Samantha she like has a moment. Samantha goes to catch herself in the bathroom and opens the door to Stanford getting a blowjob. Blue jubes. And she looks shocked and she leaves and she has like a similar. It's exact weird. same reaction almost. It's weird to see someone giving a blowjob. Yeah. And it could just be shock really because it's a super shocking thing to walk in on. Is he also bad at giving head? Is that part of the problem? I think Miranda doesn't mind because she gets sad when he leaves. She doesn't want him to leave. Or but is she's, she just thinking about what There's a real bad joke happening. about waiting for oh, her Weight it Watchers. It's really gross. It's all over his face. It's, yeah, I think there's a, I just like, there's how, he had really had to get in there. He did, which oh. clearly he was. I mean, he looked like he was trying to go deep sea diving into her vagina. So she moves her head when he goes to kiss her and he face plants in her hair kind of. And he's like, what's wrong? She's like, it's not you. It's it's literally me I'm all over your face. face. And he like doesn't that happen with other guys? And she's like, yes, yeah. but not not quite so much. And he's so. What are you saying? I'm a big fat sloppy eater. And it's Carrie like, makes a joke earlier that she's with an overeater who overeats her. It's right there. It's just all right there. She's in and she like makes a joke. She's like, that's what we do. You know, we make jokes with each other. And he like, says, not, not when, when I'm vulnerable, vulnerable and naked. 
She says, never mind. It's it's really not an issue. You look great. I'm enjoying myself. Take a tissue. And she's, he's like, no, I want a pot pie, not a tissue. And it's like, she's, wow, that escalated quickly. She says, you don't want a pot pie. And he says, you're right. I want seven. Oh, can you imagine having seven pot pies? I feel so sick. No. I could imagine having one right now, though. Mm. I've never really, like, I guess Ireland. Is that a thing in Ireland? Um, Sort of. Shepherd's pie is more. Mm. But um, my mom used to buy... The um, shepherd's pie is meat and pota- is like mashed potatoes on top. It's not like an actual pie. It's like ground meat, and yummy stuff. And then they have there's a layer of mashed potatoes that gets broiled on yes, it. Yes, yes, I've had that. Um, so he leaves and she's upset about it. Um, so Miranda had to go downtown. My mom used to buy. I used to have individual like frozen pot pies, and I would eat those for dinner, but before dance classes or like for lunches Cute. sometimes. I loved them. Um, so because of big flat sloppy eater. Miranda has to go down to the one on 23rd Street that's right by the Krispy Kreme. Because she knows she won't run into him. And they him. look gorgeous. And her hair is a different color? It is. And it's a different And a different okay. um, cut than it has been. They have definitely do some piecing together of these scenes. And her hair goes through an insane amount of rapid change. Carrie um, goes in to see Samantha. She checks with the receptionist. She's like, is she, she alone? double checks. She knocks. She makes a knock-knock joke when she walks in. Carrie which looks like Samantha a little, really doesn't respond to. A little flapper. Carrie's like, what, a tailor-made knock-knock joke, and that's all the reaction I get out of you? And so Samantha smiles, and Carrie says, listen, two days, four calls, I've heard nothing. What is going on here? Samantha's like, sorry, I haven't called him. I've been busy. And she says, do we have to do this? Can't we just pretend the whole thing didn't happen? And Carrie's like, sure, if we don't ever talk on the phone again. And Samantha's like, in a few days, it'll blow over. Carrie says, that's an interesting choice of words. And Samantha sneers. She says, look, I am sorry. Carrie, stop. I don't want to do the I'm sorry stuff with you. Anyone else but not you. And I wonder why that is. She says, you and I are perfect. And Carrie, being the rational, lovely person she is at moments, says, no. (laughs) Samantha, none of us are perfect. Samantha says, we're close. She says, make no mistakes about it. It is not my personal style, but I really admire the way you put your sex life out there. And Samantha genuinely says, thank you. And Carrie says, look, I brought looks for my cover. I, I want to know what opinion. you think. And Samantha's genuinely touched and surprised. She's also like wearing a bra and a suit jacket. Yeah. Not she for the first amazing. time. I think that's a Samantha classic, honestly. And Carrie's like, I did judge you just a little. And I feel bad, especially in light of the fact that you were so good to me during the whole big married man affair. And the fight kind of goes out of Samantha, too, because Carrie's being really nice, and she's admitted she's judged her a little, and she's like, look, I judge me. Yeah, Ever she, since Richard, I, I don't know, know who, who I... the fuck I am. And that's it. That's what this all is. You know, she's feeling bad inward and is taking everyone's outward stuff as, you know, her she's same like, shit. And then she's like, I'm sorry about the delivery guy. I had no idea what that must have been like until I walked in on stand for getting a blowjob, and it was horrible. And then they do this whole bit where they're where – they talk about the jacket and then Carrie's like, wait, 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 wait. Stanford was getting a blowjob? I thought he would be, never mind, too judgmental. And Samantha says, oh, honey, we all thought that. Which I think is a joke about assuming tops and bottoms. Yeah. Which just shows how little deep diving this show does into anything except the basic nods at like gay culture. That's just not how that works. And especially blowjobs. Everyone likes blowjobs when you have a dick, I'm assuming. Yeah. That wouldn't- she, so she's wearing just a suit jacket. And, and like little shorts, and, and she's in ballet, and she's on point. I think she's, she's on in point. she's in ballet high heels. She would not be able to stand in those. They're on like point? no, yeah, you wouldn't. She wouldn't be able to pull she that. She can, up. yeah, but not for the photo shoot like this. Like she's watch, she's doing a whole bunch of 
it's she's they're she's they're so high cute. heels. They look like ballet sli- slippers because they lace. They're really cute. Um, she looks stunning. She does. I don't love the early two thousands black eyeliner all the way around the mm-hmm. the eye look, even for her. But um, she does look stunning. And Samantha is like, doesn't she look fabulous? And then the music plays and Carrie poses, and then that's it. And it also pans over the photographer. But I think I'm remembering she had a thing with another photographer for two episodes. And that I think photographer that photographer be... is in Breaker. Yeah. Okay. I wonder if we meet him next week. Um, It's got to be soon. I'm going to look. And it's got to be larger than life. Thank you, know? you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Shut up. Uh, okay, fine. I'm, just I'm done. No, don't. I'm done. Don't stop. I'm done forever. I appreciate you. Oh, I just opened Instagram and there's a beautiful photo of my she, sweet I friend saw Phoebe Gonzalez. She's the most beautiful, talented person yep. in the world. Next week. Wowie. Uh, I'm so excited, guys. I finally meet Burger after all this time. I will have met all the men. I will no. have met the men. No? You still have. Well, you know about Carrie's. Harry. Carrie's men. Sorry. Yes, I do know about Harry. That's got to come soonish, too, I'm sure. And I know there's still a whatever storyline with Samantha that I'm very excited about because, god damn, has she earned it after five and a half seasons of this? Um, my god, I'm so excited. <laughs> so excited. Um, who did you resonate with? Mm, great Q. TY. I, <laughs> mm-hmm. I resonated with definitely Samantha in the reveal of judging herself has made her assume everyone else is doing mm-hmm. um, the same kind of judging mm-hmm. and also reveals that she's making choices. She doesn't feel great about mm-hmm. because of how she feels, which I can deeply relate to mm-hmm. um, and being afraid of your friends judging you. I can deeply relate to mm-hmm. Charlotte. Not so much probably, mm-hmm. but she doesn't really happen too much in this episode. But, um, and I resonate with Miranda definitely. And just like, Having been a woman and particularly adolescent girl in this culture, Mm -hmm. the things I have done to try and make my body smaller, um, there's a great big list of them, you know, and I just like, she's going through it because she had a baby in particular, but I think um, most female or female identifying people would resonate with her Mm -hmm. fixation Mm -hmm. on and desire to change her body. I also think there's something interesting about that whole, like, when you have a connection with someone over a specific thing, um, and then that specific thing kind of goes away, uh-huh. how the connection kind of goes away. Uh-huh. Not that it was taken away exactly, but, like, Samantha stopped playing by the rules of whatever the engagement were, and, and it wasn't enough to hold that together. Yeah. What um, about you? I resonated with Carrie. Yeah? I feel like I am, I've gotten really a lot better about, like, if I have like a conf- not a con- like a conflict is the word I'm thinking of with a friend like that, I will be like, listen, we actually just like need to talk about it. Yeah, that's um, a good skill. I'm not great at it still. Mm-hmm. But um. Also, I think the resonant part of Carrie in this for me is. Um, I mean, judgment is a something I think about often. I think I've said this on this podcast before but I read something a long time ago about um someone saying you know they have all these snap judgments and feel bad about them mm-hmm. and someone had replied saying that their mom told them that the snap judgment you make is what you have been trained to think by society and it's yeah. the conversation you have with yourself about it afterwards that is actually who you are mm. 
And I think about that often because I think it's a really helpful thing because it's easy to spiral when you feel judgy, you know, and then uh-huh. you feel like a, just like a rude person and as someone who judges a lot and is kind of constantly working on that, I think that's helpful. But um, there's something to be said here, I think, for Carrie also standing up for herself in terms of the vision for this book yeah, and what she wants that I resonate with a little bit and yeah. I'm like proud of her for. And I think you also have done that this year in different ways. Just like taking, no one else is making your decisions for you, you know? Yeah. It's been interesting. Um, Plopability? I think it's pretty plopable. I agree. Especially with that Amazon bit in there. We're getting, we're creeping up yeah. on, on. It's, you know, the takedown of the brick and mortar store. Hey, 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 it's beginning. Um. I think super plopable. Yeah, I think all of it really fits. I think um, there's nothing like super dated about it. Mm-mm. Like those conflicts could happen now. Yeah, people still read self help books. That's not dated. Yeah, people still like go to Weight Watchers and like yeah. have like body issues. <laughs> yeah, all of that. The Rockets still dance. Still dance. I know someone in the Rockets this year. Oh yeah, wild. Mm-hmm. Um, Delties, upsies, downsies. You want to go first? Sure. My Delta Up is also sort of my Delta Down Mm -hmm. in that I found out that Seamless now accepts um, Venmo. Mm -hmm. So I can use the fake money that I get on Mm -hmm. Venmo Mm -hmm. to pay for the delivery and not feel like I'm spending money, which is bad and wrong. It's just a free transaction that delivers food to your house. So I'm trying to be good about it, but damn, I'm getting a delightful panini tonight. (gasps) Yes, you are. Um, And then my Delta Down has been... um, this whole week um, with these trials and it was, I'll say it, whatever. Uh, It was the like three year Mm -hmm. mark since my sexual assault. So I was already feeling pretty like weird and on edge about it. Yeah. And then to like have it just like everywhere. Inundated. Uh Impossible to avoid. I just like had a really tough time and I think I'm like hung over from that yeah and it's now, amazing how exhausting it is and now i'm getting my period mm. so what a delightful concoction of I'm chemicals just like wow i'm depressed so yeah. um but another delta up is um i that's that was delta light this week delta light there is something oh i just like what are you reading right now harry potter oh yeah chamber of secrets Mm. what about you a good one uh my delta down is i'm kind of emotionally hungover about a few things too and i can't wait to go unload on sweet rain on friday um yeah emotionally hungover and also just like the events of the last few weeks kind of broke open some stuff that i was like had kind of put away into a uh not in an avoidant way i just kind of had like done some of the packaging up and putting on a shelf and it was like, mm, let's take this down and open it all back up in intricate detail and look at it. Oh. I have a text that's been on my phone for a week, more than now eight days that I haven't looked at. Oh, that actually, I, that reminds me of, to tell you something after. Um, but yeah. Solid. Yeah, there's just a lot happening. But um, the flippity flop of that is my Delta apps, which are, it's fall and my job is an exciting challenge and I use my brain Yeah. and starting when I get paid on like the 14th, I'll be able to finally pay off some like 
debts and start fresh mm. in like a new way. A Lannister always pays their debts. I, went, I finished Game of Thrones, oh which God. I like literally can't talk about because I just can't believe I finished it. And I've been reading fan theories obsessively and I have so many thoughts and feelings about it. And oh it was amazing. Um, um, just a really quick delta for me. I remembered is that I'm going to EatsCon on Saturday. <gasps> Fun. Lily and I got tickets to EatsCon, so oh, what a get, perfect person to go with too. You guys are gonna go crazy. We're gonna get really, really stoned. Go ham and eat. A, no pun intended. Until we can't anymore. I love that. Where is it? Queens. Yeah, fun. Wow, that's a great Delta app. Um, yeah. Um, social media man. You can find me on Twitter, and this is Bert Macklin. You can find me on Instagram at Bridgem Thirty Seven. Brooke? Um, you can find me on Twitter at Brooke underscore Wiseman and on Instagram at Brooke Wiseman no underscore. And collectively you can find us at Splat Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Gmail. Uh, please rate, review, subscribe. We need to update our website. We do. It's been a minute. There's a lot of stuff. Well, I was like, we don't look like that anymore. No, we don't really at all. Um, also. Uh-huh. Talk to me. Tell me. What's on your mind? What's going on? Sorry that we haven't been posting. I just, like, didn't have the energy to, like, post nope. a Sex in the City meme nope. during all of this stuff. Nope, me either. So we'll be back Yep. soon. We'll be back. We're here. I was like, I really wanted the internet. I was texting Kyle. I was like, I, I, I go to the internet to, like, see Escape. memes yeah. about, like, how I, the, my eating habits are that of, like, a six-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. Not, like, to be bludgeoned with triggers. <laughs> yeah. And, like, not, like, ha-ha-ha triggers. Like, no. actual, like, mm-hmm. traumatic mm-hmm. images. Yeah. But... I'm, it's yeah. important that things are getting out there. I fully agree. It doesn't mean it's any less exhausting or painful to yeah. be inundated by. I've had some good ladies friends that I've just like, we've been checking in on each other and it's been yeah. good. Good. Glad to hear it. Um, We love you. We we're, love all of you. We're a podcast. We are a podcast. You're a people. And um, please rate, review, subscribe. Please. please. Just throw some stars. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Take care of yourselves out there, kids. We love you. Love you. Bye. Stay warm. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.